And now, now, it's the Mike Kelter Show. It is straight up 9 o'clock on the Mike Kelter Show. It's 102.5 The Bone. In the studio with us, Ari Shafir is here. Thank you for having me. We have so many things to talk to you about. Number one, the stock market. Let's get into it. <laughs> Ari is an avid investor. Do you remember last time you were here? It went really well. We had, we enjoyed having you on. It went great. You were great. And then as you were leaving, oh, no. this idiot <laughs> tried to pitch you on a joke that made no sense at all. Uh, yeah. And you were and you are uncharacter- uncharacteristically polite to him. Yeah. And we have not let him live it down. We have mentioned it every... We, it was a Kobe Bryant joke. Yeah. And it was like something about grab the handlebars. And there's no handlebars in a helicopter. And we were like, of all comedians to try and tell a dumb joke that a doesn't Kobe make joke it, too. You let him go so... You let him off the hook like he like a polite... Like he's just an old man. You were like, hey, all right, polite old man. Thank well, you. Well, he, he is just an old man. Yeah, right. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. Oh, my God. Living in this we, retirement community and, and just, <laughs> you know, enjoying the, the golden years of his life. We had strict so. rules. We're like, don't, no longer, you're not allowed to pitch jokes to the <laughs> our, to the people, no talking to people. It's insane. Sorry. It's, sorry, Ari. It's all right. Where, uh, where have you, have you been I kind of half remember that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, I'm glad, you know, I'm glad it's not the first thing you said when you walked in. I remember that, idiot. <laughs> have you been traveling anywhere? Yeah, a bunch. I went to Guatemala for three weeks. What made you go to Guatemala? I I want to see as much as I can. Yeah. So I get it, but I'm in a different situation. I got kids and a wife and Blech. all that stuff. Nice. I know. I showed my wife. I, I showed my wife an RV the other day. Yeah. And I go, and I have a Sprinter. Mercedes like Islands. <laughs> I have a Mercedes Sprinter, and I said, I'm thinking about taking the Sprinter and converting it nice. to like the way you could sleep in it and just take it on the road. And she just shot it down. She goes, okay, but also remember you're married and you have two kids. And I was like, yeah, I meant so we can go out on the road. Way to kill my dreams. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, but you can do that. Why Guatemala? What made you want to go there? It got my head a little bit. You know, like certain countries just like burrow into your brain a well, little bit. But I don't even know where Guatemala is. Like, I don't know. I mean, I, I could find it on yeah. a map, but I'm just saying. <laughs> like, I, it is just it, south of Mexico. There's nothing about it that makes me go, but we have to go to Guatemala for this. Yeah, yeah. That's what kind of did it to me. Okay. I was taking a writing class in, in Paris, or creative writing class. And, in uh, Paris, yeah, in English, happens to be there. Yeah, in English. Okay. Um, this travel writer and one of the ladies wrote a really cool mom, but she was like she lived in Kabul for a while and and uh, and she's living in like I think like Beirut now. Okay, Whoa. she's wild, but she's a mommy. Who goes to Beirut? She's a aid worker. Uh, yeah, but okay. anyway, she's talking about this like tiny town in northern Guatemala that had these like weird saunas. That are only in that town of Todos Santos. Uh-huh. Just got in my head. Oh, I guess. <laughs> Damn it, Carmen! You got that? Sorry. Oh, sorry, yeah. Carmen. Yeah, okay. There you go. No, it's okay. You, I I'd know. like to apologize to the listeners of this show. No, they didn't even I'd hear like it. to apologize to the president of the United States <laughs> and the president of the FAA. I'm sorry. The no, FAA. If any pilot crashed while listening to that awful word, I'm sorry to your Oh, children. I know that I have to remind sometimes podcast guys that, uh, you know, we're, you still can't say the F word. All right, so yeah. wait. So you went You went to this. I went, only white dude there. I mean, uh, I found it. I was going to do it, and then I was going to leave, and I'm like, this is actually what I've been looking for. I mean, I'm the only. Not just one of a few, the only one. Everybody there's like five, six. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was wild, dude. They all wear these same like red pants. 
redstone pads. Yeah. Um, and are they are they like do you stick out like a sore thumb? Oh yeah. But I mean, do they are they like worried about you? No, or no? not worried about. It. I'm not going to rob them. Not robbing them, but like. Uh, I don't know, like, what are you doing here kind of thing? It's more Kind of like when you try to surf in California. Yeah, and they're like, hey, our wave. Yeah. It's not like that. They're okay. happy I'm there. They're like, cool. Yeah. Also, it was World Cup going on, so I was watching, like, Netherlands-Argentina game. Uh-huh. And these guys across the street, everybody watches. It's Latin America. Everybody, yeah. And they all root for Messi. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. And so he was like, you were from the Netherlands? You're from the Netherlands? I'm like, I'm not. They're like, you're from the Netherlands. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then he's like, come into my pharmacy. Let's watch. And he's just like... Watch with everybody. I don't know. As soon as the Argentina wins, they'll just get their local like moonshine liquor and cheer it out. Yeah, and they're just happy you're there. Like we had a white dude with us. Yeah, <laughs> Why crazy. is it that we don't? None of us watch soccer at all unless it's the World Cup. Like I went to it was in an Applebee's in, in Naples with my dad, and it was on. We're like, ooh, like all of a sudden we're interested in soccer because of the World Cup. Yeah, but I mean, I don't, Same I don't know Olympics. the difference. You, you can't watch, you know. That's true. I'd never watch running. Yeah. Why would you Olympics. watch running? Why would you watch gymnastics? Yeah. No. Yeah, you'd have to reason... go and search it out yeah. to find it, too, because you're not really seeing soccer too much unless it's World Cup, unless you search it out. True. Yeah. What World about... Cup is just on, though, and it, it, it matters, too. Like, I'll watch, you ever watch, like, darts playoffs <laughs> on ESPN? <laughs> no, it's on in the morning. Yeah. You're like, wow. It's <laughs> like, is this for the championship? I'll watch this. The most amazing thing is Japanese ping pong or Chinese ping pong or oh, whatever. Dude, they crush. Oh, my God. It's like, I they're, they're you the guy's eight feet away from the it's table. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's unbelievable. It starts off so quiet yeah. it's like and within three hits is they're slamming Crazy. it easy oh my god so how what they do that how so what else do you get to do like did you how long were you there it's a lot of hiking i went up vo- this volcano fuego there's another mountain like right next to it a six hour hike not worth it All right six hour hike up this mountain and you're about 200 yards away from a, just an exploding volcano every 10 minutes just explodes and, not, and you're not worried about the steam or anything i was not a week later they had to evacuate everybody oh really that, <laughs> yeah and i was oh. like how is this safe six like, hours oh. up 15 minutes down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how it was. Holy cow. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Just like, and just like seeing the local markets and just like being a nobody. Yeah. I don't know how much you get recognized, but I. I okay. It. that It's interesting because I don't like to go. I'm not, I'm not getting recognized at the mall. And if I do it, somebody who's like, Hey, I love the show. So I, I love it. I think yeah. it's great. But there is something about going, like I was in uh, Fort Myers this weekend and we're not in there Fort Myers all the time. So. Nobody even looks twice. You know, if so, I look now, they'd just be like, that guy's fat. That's the only thing I'm getting out of it. Like, but I'm seriously like, I could do things there. I, I, I worry about picking my nose in traffic sometimes here because it's going to end up on the internet somewhere. Yeah. Cause it's not some fat guy picking his nose. It's right. Mike Calta. Look right. at Mike Calta picking his nose. He's a nose picker. Attell told me this once. We were seeing some guy passed out drunk on the street on McDougal outside the cellar. And someone was like taking a picture of it. He goes, "Don't you are you haven't been drunk in the street before? Right, you right. need to memorialize forever. Yeah, to have some class. But like when you're when you're famous, it's like you get looked at. I don't Dun, like yeah, it. Yeah. Judge Bert likes it. <laughs> he likes being looked at. Jeff Ross likes being looked at. I don't like it. Do you like? Uh, I watched Louis in the Madison Square Garden. I went. Oh, you went to the show. Yeah. Show was great. That Adrian Appalucci. I I kicked myself in. She was here last week. But for one night, and we we couldn't oh, really? coordinate it. But I wish she was fantastic. She's the best. She opened for me my whole last tour. Oh, much. she's so funny, man. Yeah, um, she's but, so dark and funny. Like everywhere yeah. I went, because she's a nobody. But not dark, not dark. And not, then you go, ooh, she's just so like she's not doing it to be shocking. She's funny. She's so funny. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan now. After watching that, I'm glad I saw her, and I'm glad that guys. 
like our, like Louis is so great about showcasing funny people. Yeah. He's not doing it to who can help him and who's a, he's a he showcases funny people. Yeah, he doesn't really care. Doesn't care. Yeah, and and uh, that way of life that he has, the, I mean, it comes with success. But Louis's always been a guy that's like, it's got to be my way, or I'd rather not do it. That's a that's hard he to. He does stick do his to. way. It's yeah. like a pay per view. No one's done it before. Right, a pay per view special. I think people are starting to copy it now. Yeah, well, because same thing with the five dollar thing. People started copying it right. almost immediately. Yeah. And then he's putting that out like he, shot regularly. You know yeah, what I mean? Recorded it somewhere yeah. else, like two months before, and then was like, "Yeah, I'll put that same hour out." Because mm-hmm. I heard him talking about it. He was like, "This is like the album, and then this is like the live album." Yeah, you know, that's pretty awesome. Pretty cool. Yeah. Now, when you now I the set cost sixty thousand dollars to to put up to put up, and and it was like, "Well, how are you going to make your money?" He's like, yeah, "I'm not. I'll break even on the tickets." Yeah. He he is, but he's rich, so he could do that. He's rich, yeah. So like but, when when he yeah. when he did Bobby special, you got to think if you're Bobby in the back of your mind, this could be a disaster for him, and yet he's still rolling the dice on it. The pressure of meeting that expectation is there, but he's like, eh, it doesn't, doesn't. Like he's not going to be the guy that holds it against you. And it did, by the way. It did what? It paid for itself already. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we went to a Yankee game. And it was like two weeks over. It was like, broke even now. Yep. And so now it's all profit. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Bobby's so funny. Wait, there was something I was going to say about Louis. Oh, I know. About being rich. He was doing a special a few specials ago. Uh, 20, 2016, maybe. Huh. And he was like, I'm going to film two sh- like two shows in one night. Uh, or he switched from Friday, added a Saturday because superstitious because I've always taped on Saturday. Really? I have, I have Friday being recorded, so it's like, oh, so he gave everybody Wednesday tickets. He goes, you have Saturday tickets now. Oh, wow. Um, and then Joe Liz was like, why don't you just tape Friday and Saturday? And he was like, Joe, it costs a lot of money <laughs> silly to, to film a special a whole day. And then Joe was like, Louis, you have a lot of money. Yeah. And he goes, oh, you're right. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> film a month. Yeah. He goes, what am I talking about? Seven million dollars for this. Well, that's another 200 grand. Uh, I, I bought the uh, Louis seasons on on his website, yeah. Because I I initially bought a couple of episodes to watch on a plane one time, and I've never seen I haven't seen a show like that since All in the Family. So weird. Where it was so, it was so real and so not neat. It was just like it's it, the racist stuff on there is hilarious, but it's it's not. It's the same way All in the Family was. They could do it because they're showing you who the ignorant people are. But you don't get that anymore from anywhere. And even Louie, you don't get that anymore. So you got to live in those old episodes. He made himself such a schlub. Like <laughs> when he was having sex with somebody younger, he was like sweating yeah. and dripping <laughs> sweat on them. And nobody wanted to do that. Nobody wanted to see themselves looking like that. That takes such confidence and balls to be that guy. That's that's the problem. Everybody wants to look cute. Right. Good that's why it's always, a couple times did it well. It's always sunny where the guy, uh, you know, who was like the got security fat. guard. Oh. Yeah, he was like every, in real life, he's like every character suddenly gets ripped between season two and season three right. because the actor who plays them now has money. Mm-hmm. They hire trainer. a trainer. Nutritionist. Nutritionist. And he goes, that's not reality. Uh, and so he goes, let's go the other way. Yeah. And he, got, he intentionally got hella fat. Yeah. And that and was. Th- I remember when he came in and told me that he was like, he's Mac is gained like 200 pounds. Yeah. So you're like, what? And he's just eating hoagies in every scene. And yeah. you're like, Mac, what are you eating? It's, it's like, I'm, I'm skipping lunch. It's, so, it's such a fun, smart idea. Yeah. Uh, Ari Shafir is here. Ari's going to be at Side Splitters tonight through Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. We had it Sunday, but I think most of them are gone. Yeah. Sunday's I, available. So. That was the other thing. I was like, Ari is... Uh, so I've, I've been watching over the years. I remember people who crap on morning radio. 
Yeah. Uh, and I will remember that forever. And Whitney Cummings is <laughs> I could have gone out. Where is this head? <laughs> yeah. well, no, no, you're good. No, this I is, went, by the way, the story I always hear was like, hey, when I was a young comic, I came to the comedy store. You were working the booth. And I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> two very different directions. No, this is good because I, you didn't really need to come here. You're, you're, you're adding shows. And, you know, yeah. so, and I appreciate that because well, I love having show. you on. And then the other thing is, like, Whitney Cummings was on Howard Stern one time, and she just went off, oh, I hate morning radio, and this, that, and the other thing, and I was like, listen, bitch, I don't, and I think she's funny, and I like her and all that, but don't, you know, don't lump me in with the, and she's never been on the show, but don't lump me in with the Bob and Toms and all those other right. things that you hate, just, you know, so the other day, they wanted to put her on the show, and I was like, no, and they, and he's like, really? I thought this would be up your alley. I go, yeah, no, I think she's great. I like her a lot. I go, but she's not going to crap on it. And then last week, Jesselnik was interviewing uh, Natasha Legero, and she was like, oh, morning radio. And I was like, oh, put that on the list. <laughs> I just read, just like, I, I, it just annoys the hell out of me. They didn't have fun with it. When you see, Bert was the first one to be like, I mean, what's his name who did the Madden impression? He did it well. Frank Caliendo. Frank Caliendo. He did yeah. it well because he could just take calls as one of 75 people. Yes. It's like, George Bush here. Let's take calls. You and know, Caliendo's so good that most of the time when he's on this show, yeah. he's not even doing impressions. Like, we just, he's just doing him. making fun of stuff and yeah. talking about stories. He's a great guest. Yeah. He crushed it as a guest. And then Bert was like, no, no, no. It's not about being a get, it's like, I, I'm actually having fun. Yeah. He would come in with a bottle of Jack. It was like, let's do this. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like, the show is at 10. He goes, we're going till 12. Yeah, right. You know? that, that's and he's thing. like, I'm not even selling tickets right now. It's just having <laughs> fun. And then it's like, you can have fun as long as you're cool people. Yeah. You, uh, the, the sports guys, or they call them whatever. The junkies. Now, the junkies. Yeah. The, the, in the Philadelphia. Yep. The, uh, uh, yeah. What, Preston and Steve. Preston Steve, Preston yeah. Steve. Denver's got one. It's been a while now because. COVID changed everything. I don't remember everybody's name, but there's certain ones that are like solidly good. Yeah. I, I mean, look, I'm happy that most of the comedians and people guests that we have on the show lump us in that, in that yeah. category. And I always ask them, like, who are the other radio shows? Because I want to know who people like. It just annoys me. Owen used to be great. Who? Owen A. Yeah. But I was thinking about that the other day because Cindy, Cindy Williams died from Laverne and Shirley. And that's my most oh, memorable really? moment from, um, Opie and Anthony. They had her, I was listening. They had her in the studio, the distance between you and I right now, and they were like, all right, we're uh, doing a, you're our first guest in uh, celebrities who haven't done anything in 30 years. <laughs> it was worse than that. I can't remember the exact words, but she's in the studio with them. And, and, and I don't know. I, the only other thing they did that it was worse is they would, they were uh, calling Sarah Jessica Parker a horse face and talking all that. And she was filming a movie and guys were in the crew were listening and she heard it and she called into the show. No, those are the two moments from that show that I are like those. That's, that's brilliant. There was one in, in DC when I was growing up and it was, um, they did low budget jeopardy. I'm trying to think what their, what their deal was. Ah, they were on opposite Stern and Greaseman, but they were still pretty funny. Uh, uh, show? Yeah. Was it wasn't Elliot, was it? Elliot Siegel? Could have been or an early version of Elliot's show. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, they had one of the kid, for, the kid from um, Who's the Boss? And that he had him in, the, the, the youngest kid. Right, right. And then um, he left, and they were like, man, you know, they're like, good interview. They're like, it's so crazy how some of these kids, they get hired as cute kids, <laughs> and then they get older, and they turn disgusting. <laughs> and, and then they all have a good time. Phone rings. Hey, dude. Uh, uh, I thought we were cool. Uh, <laughs> What's yeah, this? And he's like, no. <laughs> dude, Ari Spears went back to, uh, he left the radio station. They talked about him, Paul Casanova, 
And he turned the car around, went back, wanted to fight Paul in the uh, thing. <laughs> that's Coke, man. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's my, Coke. Turn the car around, turn the plane around. That's that is Coke. my dream of of uh, a guest leaving. We talk crap, and then they want to come back and fight because I'll fight Ari Spears in the garage if I have to. Yeah, like that's my ultimate dream. I, I've never, I've never gotten in like a. It's like, a, like what do they want to do? Be nice. It's, yeah. a, it's a joke show. I'm in my thing though. Like Opie and Anthony were were legendary at what they did, mm-hmm. but that was their thing. And I never, I was like, I don't want to invite somebody on the show just to make them mad. Now we have yeah. done that with a couple of guests before. We did that with Michael Rappaport. We put him on the show just to crap on him. He yelled at us, and then we <laughs> the had the biggest loser in the world. But then we ended up becoming <laughs> so friends funny. with him. He, you know, he, he, he realized that we suckered him into fighting with us. Yeah. Made a big deal he's out of it. Always made national news. Yeah, he's always he, and he's loud. And then the and then when he came to town, he called he called me and he said. Hey, I was on your show. We had a fight. I'm coming to town. I want to come in the studio. And I said, a hundred percent, dude. <laughs> and the minute he walked in the door, we both did the same thing. Like, I could fight him. I could, we were like sizing <laughs> each other up, man. Yeah. But I mean, I, I respect guys like that who yeah. come in and be willing to do that. He's like 50 something years old. He's still living his Copland days. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm this. I'm like, all right, bro. Calm down. <laughs> He's the worst part about Copland. He goes, <laughs> so old. I'm on this set with Stallone. And, I, and he goes, and I'm there with Rocky. And he's telling me stories about Rocky and, you know, giving me advice and the acting and all that stuff. And we had the greatest, like, relationship. He's like, a month later after filming, I saw him at a premiere. And I go, hey, he's fine. And he, and he walked away. <laughs> so totally just blew him off. And then wants nothing to do with him. Yeah. Spike Lee doesn't want anything to do with him either. No, I would imagine. He's like, ugh, tell that guy to beat off. <laughs> what, who is it? Who is it with Spike Lee? Was it Rappaport? Remember I with asked? What? I think I said to Spike Lee, why is, why is Rappaport? Get the pass from black people. I don't like yeah. it was it him. I remember. Yeah, and but I didn't know at the time they were fighting. And and Spike Lee goes, "Oh yeah, yeah, Mike's got to You tell him Spike Lee gave him that pass. Like he set me up to go tell Mike that he all these things. I didn't know that they were that they were That's fighting. So funny. Yeah. When you know somebody hates you. You're like, tell him I said hi. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, exactly. it's gonna drive you a rage. You won't be there for it. Like oh. <laughs> How was the uh, the Mark Norman bachelor party? In Tampa, that's yeah. right. That's the last time I that saw was the you. Last time I saw you, God, it was great. I only went to the uh, the the night at the Improv the last yeah. night. Yeah, yeah, um, it was great. I mean, we we went fishing. Yeah. It was a little bit smutty, lame. Oh, smutty. Yeah, I mean, we went to a couple strip clubs, and at some point, Norman's like, "All right, guys, guys, we've done this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's let's just have some fun and sit by the beach." Like, yeah, we did the typical thing. Come it's, on, it's mostly the, the married guys who are like, "We should go back to the strip club." That's yeah, it's mostly one married guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not Bert though. Bert's the worst at the strip club. He's Bert's the most married guy I've ever I've ever met. No, but life. Bert wants everyone to do it, so he yes. comes in with a wad of cash. Yes. He's new rich. Yeah. So he's pretty much like he just struck oil. Yeah. You know, he's a Beverly Hillbilly, and he's like, "Let's go dancing!" And he just starts raining them off, and they're like, they're... "Yeah, he he is, dude. He's new rich when the Bucks." played in the Super Bowl here yeah. and it was in Tampa. I was trying to buy tickets for me and my son to go and uh, him and Segura did the Super Bowl show but they were trying to do it in Tampa and he's like you tell Joey that if I end up coming to Tampa Uncle Bert's buying Super Bowl tickets for everybody and I went you you are that rich you've got that <laughs> yeah. kind of money where that's yeah. not a big deal to you. He flew out two guys to like to Amsterdam. I saw that. They, yeah. The, uh, they were telling me about it. That, yeah. yeah. Where, where he's like one day I'm going to send for you and they're like okay and then nine months later he's like get on a plane tomorrow. Yep. Um but they said he went to a strip club in, in Amsterdam, and he was like, who do you, he went to the strippers, like, who do you want to laugh to? It's anybody here. And they're like, you. Uh-huh. And he goes, no, no, not me, not me. Not me. Yeah, he yeah. has a lot of cash. He's like, oh, I want the unlimited source. We took him to uh, a strip club in Ireland. Ireland, yeah. 
And Bert goes, um, we're about to go in, and Bert takes money out of his wallet, and he gives Galvin his wallet, and he goes, no matter how much I beg, don't give me those wallets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Potatoes. <laughs> the hottest girls in the... No, they, it was They're the all worst. Russian. They're all Russian. Oh, smart. Hot smart. girls, but the worst. Like, when you ask me, when you come here and you Super say... Etiquette. Well, no, but if you say to me, hey, I heard Tampa's got a lot of strip clothes, where do I go? I have a series of questions I need to ask you before I find out what it is you want to see. Yep. You yep. want you want, you want want uh, to see buttholes? There's mm-hmm. there's 2001. You want to see uh, perfect trained women? Trained women? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we went to an untrained one, and it was fun. That's the most fun. <laughs> yeah. You want a girl who's got bad self-esteem uh-huh. and daddy issues and not wants- necessarily willing to be there right <laughs> yeah and, and, and that daddy and- issues is great also the dance part of a lap dance they, they take that word very liberally there's yeah. no dancing here they're just grabbing grabbing grinding yeah, yeah that was, uh, i haven't been i haven't enjoyed a strip club in a long time Burke got us matching outfits to matching to- top bottoms right um shorts and a, and a button down hilarious um he his advice was do not wear underwear. Yeah, and, yep. uh, and we just had, we walked in nine guys yeah. just with matching top bottoms. <laughs> if you can get if you can get away with wearing a pair of basketball shorts to a strip club, you're in good you're in good shape. Yeah, I have not I have not been. I went the last time I went. Did you guys go to 2001 with the spaceship on top? I don't. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. I, that's something you'd probably remember. Last time I went there was maybe two years ago, and that was my first place. They're all full nude, and I'm girls just walking around. And for some reason, I guess it's either because I'm older. I don't think it's because I have a daughter because she was a little kid, you know. But I, I went in there and I was like, no, she's too young. I'm too old. Is that, like, I could not connect with any of the strippers. I just stood there like an idiot. That's, that's, it's age I get. But if you're like, well, I have a daughter now. I can't go to the strip club. It's like, wait, so you didn't think they were women before? <laughs> <laughs> you had no idea what the species was yeah. until you had a daughter. Like, oh, I learned something. Yeah. They're, they're humans. Derek, my buddy Derek was like, uh, from Billy Madison show. He goes, when you have a daughter, it changes your view on porn. No, it did not. I have not, I have not changed. <laughs> For one, I think also that might change your view on just general sex. Yeah. You accept your wife now because she's someone's daughter. <laughs> right. What are you not, talking about? You can't all. separate those things. Yeah, it was like when Cheney, he was like super anti-gay, and then his daughter came out lesbian. And he goes, Ah, yeah. they got humans. Uh-huh. I never realized. Nah, okay, okay, all right. Yeah. That's so funny. What's your deal? You don't have your girlfriend or anything, dude. You know. I just try to live life. <laughs> I got a dog. I, I mean, that's the best way. But at some point in your life, you think, uh, eh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe somebody wants to go to Guatemala with me. I want to go alone. You do? Yeah. I you do have, have I do have a chick right now, and I went alone, and she got mad. Oh, really? Yeah. But it's like, you got a job. I don't have a job. That's true. And how much alone. money do you have that you could just, I don't want you to give me your bank account, but I mean, you have enough money where you could just be like, I'm going to leave for three weeks? Well, I mean... Or you're going Living to Guatemala. In Guatemala yeah. Flight included was cheaper than staying in New York. That's true. You That's know? true. <laughs> I've stayed in hostels and like I wasn't spending anything. But yeah, it's like I've earned the right to. I've, I'm a freelance. Yeah, freelance joke writer. I take submissions. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> he looked right at Joe. <laughs> do not do not even talk to him on the way out of the studio today. I feel like Joe's been trying to work on a new joke oh. to make up for the last one, and I don't even want to hear it. I learned my lesson. Yeah, please, thank you. Lesson. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's, but but people are like, well, you're just going to go off? I'm like, yeah, I've got this great life. Yeah. I I like to travel and see places, and I'm hitting the I'm hitting the spots. Like, I went to Greece this last year, and that was the most amazing thing. But my, out of all the places, I went to Malta. 
I would have never have gone to Malta for any reason ever, and it was the most awesome place. Which I've ever island? Seen. Both islands or the, or the just one? Okay. I only went. The I only went there for landed? one day. Yeah, but it was it was where they filmed film Game of Thrones and and the Popeye movie from the eighties. You oh, know, yeah. But that I was had Malta? never. Yeah, and it is. It, it's the most beautiful thing I've ever place I've ever been to. Dude, I almost went there for for COVID. We had to narrow down our choices of countries. To get out. We we're yeah. like taken off from America, and we're like somewhere new. Some were safe-ish on yeah. COVID, so like Brazil was kind of out. <laughs> um, yeah, um, who would take Americans? That narrowed down by eighty percent. Right. Um, what wild time where our passport number one passport became the least valuable. Yeah, that's right. Um, Malta was like the last five. We were like, maybe go there. Where'd you end up? Ecuador. How was that? Just, Just like most- Guatemala. Yeah. In my mind, they're all the same. They're all yeah. Like- they're it's a little different, but yeah, it's a lot of the same. It's not Amazon because it's further over Guatemala, but but Ecuador is and it has the beaches also. Right. It, it was it was six months. It was the best six months of my life. Six months in Ecuador. No responsibility. Why would occasional Zoom pod? What is the What do you take with you? The clothes on your back. One suitcase. Bandit. Took Bandit. Yeah. And uh and a and a suitcase of clothes and a suitcase of podcast equipment. And that's it. To earn and some you- money. And, and and by the way, you, you forget what it was like in the times. The possibility that I'm never coming home. Oh, that's we, true. Entering into the first full winter of COVID, we're like, this was, this might, they said this might keep exploding to where all society's done. Yeah. So we put some stuff in storage and we're like, kiss it all goodbye. Like, this might not turn around. You you give up an apartment or you're. Give up uh, an apartment. You just, yeah. So basically, you just put yourself in storage and just moved out of the country. Yeah. That, God, it was that's so, so freeing. And what did, so and what did you do on a daily basis? Like, the, we, it sounds great, but yeah. also, are you bored? Woke up. No, took 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 Bandit for a walk. Just kind of like it explored uh, this that travel writer that I took the class. He said, "Walk until your day becomes interesting." Oh. That's his mantra, kind of. Yeah, yeah. And and it was you're in this new place. You might find some cool, weird fruit that you've never seen before. Yeah. It's tropical. Um, they had these amazing lunches for three dollars each. That's a really good thing. Yeah, and with fresh squeezed blackberry juice and the sweetest mango you've ever had. Yeah. It's just like, um. And you just kind of walk around, find some chores to do, which is really just like get some, find some groceries, right, right. you know, get a pineapple today. Yeah. You, you, uh, have you ever been to Japan? No, I want to go. Me and DeRosa want to go. It's best. It's, it's the absolute you, most interesting place you'll ever go. Interesting. And you have to, you have to go for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Because you right? want to see as many places as possible. Yeah. These three or four day trips, I can't do it anymore. It, not, you're not going to see enough stuff yeah. in three days. Because you got to get casual. The first three days, you're like, okay, I got to see this statue and this statue and this building. And then it's like, but when do you like, settle it? Like, imagine going to visit New York or Tampa. Yeah. Like, okay, I, I don't know what there is to do here. You, can bang, you can bang out Tampa in half a day. Yeah, okay, yeah, maybe that's not the best example. But like, oh, I'll go to the beach and then I'll go to, I don't know, some pirate ship. And then um, and then uh, I see a gator. Yeah. And then, but then it's like, okay, after three days, like, what's a good coffee shop? Right, right. You want to get cool into restaurant? the restaurant? Yeah. It's like, so when we went to Japan, we we watched. I watched every video on the internet. First of all, I don't want to be that American that stands out in places. I try not to do that. Like I, I, I <laughs> good luck. Well, yeah. in Japan it was different. But like, but they tell you like when I went to Europe the first time, they were like, don't wear camouflage. They only they only associate that with military. So Dude, that's good to read. Like, how do I not stick out? What yeah. do the locals wear? Well, they don't also don't want to be offensive to yeah. people. You know. Uh, only and the military wears camouflage. Only okay. the military they associate you with military, and it's just it's people are like you know standoffish. But it's good to know. It's good to know. Yeah. So uh, you know, and I was going me and my family, my brother and his family. So we had a big group of dumb Americans too. So uh, and I say that 
from their point of view, not that I'm calling us dumb. But anyway, we uh, we watched this one guy, and he made all these videos, and they were great. Like, I felt like I'd been to Japan after watching all his videos. And we tried to hire him to be our a guide over there. And he's like, I'm too busy, uh, but go to this guy. So he hooked me up with this guy named Nori. And Nori picked us up in a van and drove us around uh, Japan. And there's no better way than with a guy who lives there and knows everything. We would go to those markets that you see on the travel shows and all that, but the yeah. real ones, not the ones that... Are, and, I mean, you want to talk about eating stuff you've never tried before. My wife, uh, half Jew from Jersey, uh, putting in uh, tiny little dried fish in her mouth, like trying everything. Isn't it a while you a- point to that? You're like, I have no idea it's going to be sweet or savory yep. or what. And then like, you eat, you're like, whoa. Yeah. It's so fun. And you'll never have that experience. You'll never have that opportunity. You'll never have the freshness of it. Even if you go back yeah. to the same place, like, let's get those again, it, the wonder's gone. Yeah, yeah. It's that first time in a place. You're like, how does he want to do or, it? Or hand someone a bill, like in, in wherever in Asia, and you're like, they say something, and you're like, I don't know what that word is. You just hand them the biggest bill you have, yeah. and then hope the change comes back. <laughs> like, Hopefully it's enough. I don't, I don't know how much this costs. We, uh, I uh, said jokingly when I went over there, I said, I have never done it, but I will be the greatest American sumo wrestler to ever go to Japan. <laughs> The White Buffalo. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I went and sumo wrestled while I was over there. No. <laughs> yes. I am not good at it. <laughs> but those guys. They have I, cardio, oddly, right? They, they have cardio, but they are in, incredibly strong. Yeah. Like the guy, they have those big things that they wear, and you grab their belt and, and lift oh, yeah. them. And I could not budge those guys, but they were throwing me around like it was nothing. Wow. So, yeah, it was pretty, you know, That's fun. there's some stuff to do. How there, long man. were you there for two weeks? I was there for two weeks, and I went. That's great. I started in Tokyo, went around, took the train, went to different places, then came back and spent a couple of days in Tokyo. Because Tokyo is like being in Manhattan. There's things you got to see while you're there. Tokyo, it sounds like, you tell me if I'm wrong, every every country has their major overcrowded city. Um, but some of those countries, their overcrowded city is so unique. Yes. Like Paris is is way different than London, you know, or, totally. or, or whatever. But like Tokyo is one of those towns. Where Tokyo interesting. is, it, when you, crossing the street there is an art. They It goes weird and they have to go together. And oh, there's, when they all like yeah, it's angles. pretty amazing. And it is crowded, but it is there is some of the things that you'll see in that city are are, are absolutely amazing. By it's the like way, a breakdown. You know the um, is metal, whatever. When it's like just one of those things. Yeah, yeah. It's like that every time. <laughs> Who do people tell you look like? Lots of Jews. Like, <laughs> most often, you're like, you look like my cousin. You look like you look like my friend from high school. I mean, I'm staring at you for the past half hour, and I know exactly who it is. Not you, by the way. Oh, look I'll at Calvin. It. Who does he look like? Somebody very famous. Mm. Who you look, got? All right, look at his face now. Are you ready? John Travolta. No yeah, way. In the eyes, yeah, yeah. Dude, you have John yeah. Travolta's eyes. Yeah, you do, yeah. You're eyes. John, you're Jew Travolta. Photoshop it. John I do like undercover gay uh, massages. <laughs> there you go. I don't even think he's so undercover anymore. He's, I think not, he's like, oh, whatever. He's like, uh, yeah. Everybody, uh, everybody's cool with it now. Yeah, who cares? 40 years passed, right. and, and the world changed. Do you, do you never got that before? Never, not once. I, I don't John know Travolta. John Travolta, but I want him so badly to be... My best friend, because he lives here. and he uh, really? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and looking at you, I'm like, you got Travolta eyes. I love it's it. Good for you. I love uh, it. I'll right. take it. Tell me about this uh, special you put on YouTube. Jew. Jew. I put it on 5. YouTube because... 5.4 million views. Yeah, it was wild. Now, now uh, is that a good moneymaker for you? Because it's no. free. Loss. Right? Yeah. It's a loss. Huge loss. But, but in the long run, it's good for you. 
4 p.m. show on Sunday in Tampa. <laughs> there's, there's your gain out of it. Yeah. yeah. No, but I mean, uh, I, I, you know, that's yeah, where the plan was to people are like, well, what if, what if so and so wants, what if so? I'm like, I, I don't think they can offer me enough money to, to get, you know, to, to make you want to do it. 15 to 20 percent of the, the, the watches I would get. Right. You know, if it's on Netflix, HBO, forget it. If it was on Netflix, it probably would get like maybe close to a million by now. Yeah. So like, what are we talking? I wanted everybody to see it. I worked really hard on it. That's Spent a, a thing. lot of money on it. Spend money on it. Where did you film it? The Roulette Intermedium in Brooklyn. It's where Sam Morrill shot a special there. Yep. Christy Goldman shot his depressed special there. But I dolled up this the stage a lot. And you and you get uh you get it in there and you're like I'm filming it. I'm gonna make it for free and I want as many people as out there because that helps me out on the road. That'll help me get another special. Like, what is your ultimate thing in mind? The ultimate thing was I want everyone to see this hour of comedy I did. Yeah. So that's really it. Like, if I was like, this is my retirement show, I'd spend just as much. If I could never make another dollar off it, I'd still want everybody to see it. Yeah. Like, treat it like a painting. Okay. Instead of like, oh, this will let me get into other, you know, galleries. Like, I, I wasn't thinking about like that. Side effect. Yeah, I know I'll do more business. You know why? Why do you think money isn't is important to you? Like you don't seem like like I'm motivated strictly by money, not not to, but not like I don't want to buy. I don't even own a car. I, I, yeah. Not to buy Ferraris and all stuff. I want to be able to just have that choice and do stuff. But I was a poor kid and I never want to be poor again. Yeah. So, but you just seem like you're content with being. Yeah, Bert always content. says this. He's it's like uh, yeah, I was just I was poor for so long in L.A. I was beaten down for so long that I like got used to not having it. Yeah. Um, and then I I'm like fine with not like luxuries are cool you get bumped up to first class like oh sweet yeah but, but it's like i'm i don't even think twice when i'm in coach in the middle seat i'm like that's because you're fun. skinny sure yeah my legs are long but yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. if but i was fat fat it'd be a problem isn't it interesting I, everybody said coach my worst part about flying coach is my knees not my belly yeah it's it's i mean i have literally have the guy in front of me on my lap the entire time and if he tries to recline the seat I don't want to be rude. Please. Yeah. You always want to be like, hey, I don't want to get in a fight. Right. This is crushing my knees. Yeah. How bad do you need to recline right. for, to crush someone's knees? I never, I know ever you're allowed. I would never lean back on someone. No. And they're like, well, it's your seat. Do whatever you want. It's like, okay, okay, yeah. It's just blare music in your apartment at 4 a.m. Right. It's your apartment. It doesn't affect anyone else. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't care about money. It's not my metric. I know. That's. I think that's probably one of the great keys to happiness to be able to do all the things that you do because you're not concerned i am constantly in neither one of my parents i don't think uh, are leaving me any money whatsoever i don't like i have a you've I, got a lot of money though now. But, but i have a i have a young sister i have a 25 year old sister who is getting all of my father's money i am not getting anything out of that pile my mother doesn't have a pot to piss in, so I'm not getting anything from there. So I'm constantly worried about the future of my, I have kids, I have the, you know what I mean? You don't have any of that stress. No. That's so good for you. Pull I admire that. kids in heaven. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> lack, lacks moral laws uh, of this country. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it's just not an issue. I'd really rather have fun and yeah. do things. Uh, like, uh, I saw when I was like, I don't know, 35 or something. I was like, I saw, I saw me getting more famous soon. Right. I was like, Hey, this is coming. And I was like, let me hit every music festival I can 
where nobody recognized me. I can do drugs. I can pass out on acid, uh, you know, and just have everyone go, oh, look at that guy. Right, like, right. Look at Ari. Just, yeah. <laughs> and now it's start, I'm starting to feel like me and Ren Azizi were at, were at a festival once at Bonnaroo, uh-huh. and we're gacked out on, on boomers. Uh-huh. And, uh, and we're laying there, and somebody was like, hey, Kevin from Lee. He's like, oh, hey, Come on! And I just felt so much pity for him, yeah, for his fame. It's just like I don't know. And he's got all the bros calling him out too. So there's yeah. that too. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oof. Um, yeah, life's just better. You don't worry about money. I know you have to worry about it, but to a degree, you know? I think that the it's not even the kids; it's the wife that ruins everything. Because I probably would worry about things a lot less if she wasn't John in my ear all the time. Is that a hint? You want me mm. to take care of this? <laughs> Listen, we're approaching 20 years this year. Damn. Yeah, it's about time to wrap it up. <laughs> I always say to my, to my buddy Pete, I'm like, dude, if if I was single and you were single, because we lived together when we were dirt poor, I'm like, think of the mansion we could live in now, because Pete's rich. Yeah. And I'm like, we can really, Pete's rich, like, where he drives a Lamborghini truck, not a, not one of those. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I'm like, we should, can you imagine what our life would be like? We used to survive on uh nabisco crackers that were donated to us from from a truck driver yeah nabisco cookies now we can eat out every night if we wanted to it, it's why if you just don't forget that it's like my sister got me a bunch of wacky mac when i was starting right you know you had water yeah, and, it's and it was like i mean that's all i lived on for like yeah. six months yeah and it wasn't like damn i hate this it was like oh cool yeah wacky i mac. can't eat uh um hot pocket broccoli and and cheddar and Ben and Jerry's fish food. Because one time I traded a truck driver t-shirts for cases of that stuff. Yeah. And that's all I had to eat for months. Now if I see a Hot Pocket, that's just a broccoli. I'm like, oh, yeah, just because I lived on it so long. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Ari Shafir is here at Sidesputters this weekend. Go see him. He's there uh, tonight through Sunday. I think uh, if any shows still have tickets available, you're most likely going to get in on Sunday. I am going to come by at one point during the weekend. Me and Steve Simone's opening, my buddy. I'm going to stay with I, him and his parents. Now, what is his deal? He's straight. He's Christian, so it's borderline gay. Okay. That, that kind of behavior is like, what's going on? Why are you nice? You coming on to me? And you're like, so it's nice. For the Lord. And you're like, Lord, Lord Byron? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> he, I would kiss him. He's so nice. Yeah. He brings in, every time he comes, he feels like he can't come empty-handed. He brings me cookies. He brings me. It's like, oh. what can I bring? He's like, dude, nothing. What are you talking about? He's, he's the nicest guy. I'll be staying with him. And he's like, what can I do for you? I'm like, no, no. I need yeah, to bring you You're something. already doing something for me. He's so, he's one of those Christians that it was like, if the rest of you guys were like this, no one would have an issue with Christians. Exactly. exactly. Lead to example. Doesn't say you got to go to church. Just like, do hey, I got to dip out for a minute. I was like, why? Where are you going? I was like, whatever. You're like, whoa, where are you going? He goes, I'm going to go volunteer at the children's hospital. <laughs> yeah. like, Damn and he's it, not dude. doing it to tell you about right, it. Right, he doesn't want to tell you. Such a sweet guy. He really is a nice guy. Yeah, we're, we're all convinced he's got a dungeon that no one knows about. For and sure. There are some children down there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really fine. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. make sure we don't find out about it. You're okay. <laughs> yeah, just wait till after death. <laughs> after he died, and then you hear this knocking. You're like, what is that? There's <laughs> <laughs> 30 of them down here. <laughs> Three <laughs> still alive. I'm off the force. I can't see this. <laughs> uh, go see Ari. 960-1197 is to uh, get tickets. I'd like to do a drop. Drop away. Guys, comedians out there, not every morning radio show is the same. Uh, a lot of these shows just happen to me in the morning, okay? Uh, it gets too hot in Tampa in the afternoon, so it's not it's not conducive to good comedy. Cult of Show is great. Have fun. Cult and Kelly, you can skip. But Cult Alone <laughs> is the greatest show in Tampa. Thank you. That was beautiful. 
Um, I will play that for Natasha Leggero <laughs> next time she's not on the show. Uh, we got to take a break. We'll come back and wrap things up. Go see Ari at, at uh, com. You can get your tickets and pick your seats if there are any available. Thanks for coming in. Great to see you. Yeah, buddy. All right, we'll be back. It's Mike Calta Show. It's 1025 The Bone. You're listening to The Mike Calta Show on 102.5 The Bone. The Tampa Bay Lightning now live right here on 